Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about the business of real life. If you're a working mom or a mompreneur, this is where you want to be. This is where we share tips right off Elaine's Kitchen Table about business and parenting. Being a mom of three and wearing multiple hats, from CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisies Limited to speaker and educator, Elaine knows how valuable your time is, so this podcast is going to be short and sweet. Whether you're tuning in while driving to a meeting, washing dishes, or sitting in the school parking lot waiting to pick up the kids, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated to be that successful person you're capable of being and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. My guest today has been a mompreneur for almost four years, just after she became a mom four and a half years ago. For over 20 years, she worked in early childhood education, and then something wonderful happened in 2012 when her husband and her became parents pretty much overnight when they got a call from a birth family who had chosen her profile, their profile, to adopt their child. That was the start to her amazing journey. Now she has chosen to be an entrepreneur in direct sales so that she can work around what is the most important thing to her, which is her family. And I just want to say, welcome, Stephanie Agostini. Welcome. Thank Hi, you sweetheart. very much. And we are having tea. We have to toast so people believe us. <laughs> so I am just very honored. I still remember when we first met, and we were actually selling direct at... Um, and I believe it was an autism conference. Yes, it was. Yeah. And you were selling your incredible products, and I was selling Easy Daisies. Yes. And and we haven't looked back since. Nope. No, we have not. Nope. So have I missed any gaps? If you can tell us a little bit more about you. Well, um, my background is in early childhood education, as you had said, and um, I'd always wanted to. Ever since I was a little kid, thought I could have a, I love to play store, and I thought, how could I, how could this ever become a, a real life thing? And I put it in the back of my mind and, and started my, my ECE career. And uh, it wasn't until uh, we had Sabrina that I thought staying um, at home with her was something that, uh, something I really wanted to do. And uh, wondered what else? What else could I do to be around adults as well? As much as I wanted to be around my <laughs> my newborn all the time, <laughs> some adult interaction. Oh, you chose wisely. That's something that involves adults as well. Yes. So I, I wanted to ask you then if um, if people were saying Stephanie, I think I want to start my own business, but I'm not sure. What would you say are the top three qualities or characteristics that someone needs in order to to jump into being an entrepreneur? The first thing would be the passion. You need some kind of a something that you're really passionate about. Uh, for me, with uh, toys and resources, it is uh, things I actually were tangible that I used as an EC. I could see the learnings that were taking place, the multi levels of um, of learning through play. And this is something that learning through play, play seems to be a scary word for some people, thinking there isn't any real learning happening, but there's so much through colors and numbers and textures. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mm -hmm. So definitely a passion, which I definitely, see in you. Yeah. And then what would you say is your number two? Is 
to have a committed amount of time. It isn't something if you are doing it once in a while, it's a hobby and then it can become a very expensive hobby because you're putting a lot of funds into it and you're not getting that return. So really um, having that commitment. And I think the third thing for me was where do you want your business to go? So if it is it home parties, do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on uh, talking to daycares and preschools? Is it events that you're thing for early childhood events or teacher events? Uh, you need to take it and, and run with it and focus on it. When you have too many, you're juggling too many balls, they're all gonna fall and you're not going to, you're not gonna get anywhere. I, I really like your last point because I think sometimes a big mistake that entrepreneurs do is they believe that everybody is their client. And when you do that, that is not true because not everybody needs a dog collar or not everybody needs a gluten-free something. Like it's, if, if you choose, like you said, like, I mean, yes, like Discovery Toys is, is great for everybody. But then when you can learn to specialize on who your target audience is, your market, then you can become really successful because what do they say that 60% of your, uh, of a successful sales pyramid that 60% is finding the right audience. And those people are, are the ones who are buying and making 60% of your profit. And those are the people you want to continue to service. And they tell their friends and so on and so on. But I, I wanted to ask you then is um, often people think, oh, your life is so easy because you work for yourself. You're your own boss. You can do whatever you want. You have lots of money coming at you. I would love for you to share was there ever one instance of hardship or a challenge that you had in in being in business for yourself that you could share with us and something that you learned from it there was uh, last year in particular for me I had booked several events some and our events my events that I choose can range you know you pay for the table some are free some are a minimal charge um, some can go up into the hundreds so I overextended myself last year financially and I did not get the return that uh, that I needed you know to, to cover those costs so uh, it taught me something it taught me that I need to really look to see uh, what is what is something like not only if is it profitable, but even if it's I don't get a lot of sales at that moment, is can I follow up with those people? And it's up to me to follow up. If it is a, a pro professional day conference and I get a lot of lead slips and names, it's up to me then to call those people back and to connect with them and, and in a reasonable amount of time. Usually our rule of thumb is within three days of the event. If you call three months later, they're not gonna remember where they were three months ago. So it's that follow up and um and following through with those people but that, that was a big learning for me that i couldn't be everywhere and i couldn't do everything no i so. i i really appreciate that um absolutely like because yes we we feel like we can do it all and we want to do it all and and then to learn from what we have done and and that is the best part about history is learning to not repeat it and uh to to your solution was to make sure I'm following up, make sure you're following up so that you are getting the return on investment in, in doing any trade show. Yes. And I fully agree.
and trying to do that too. <laughs> yes, that's a big one. That's huge. Thank you for that reminder. So I want to know then, what is your eureka moment, Stephanie? Because I know that in life, in business, we learn things. And whether it's through your own journey or from that of a mentor, if you have a mentor, is there something you could share with us that was your eureka moment that made you who you are right now? For me, it has been um, through trial and error that I have, I need to have specific goals and to think about how am I going to achieve those goals. And I had a, a moment when I have my whole desk is covered in lead slips and order forms and catalogs. I'm like, I need some kind of organization. I need to know where everything is. I you know whip out my label maker and I love the labels and I put that you know my my filing system of you know to be filed and process this order and just to have something tangible. I I saw something last night you had posted on Facebook Elaine about your child what kind of a learner they are. I'm very much a visual <laughs> visual learner. When I can see you know that file of to be filed is empty mug. Like, that's such a sense of accomplishment <laughs> yes. for me. And it seems so small, but it's not. And it is those little things that uh, that make you just feel accomplished. If I've, even if it's not work related and I've got the dishwasher going and the laundry's going, I'm like, I just feel so accomplished. I, I'm gonna give you a high five because I <laughs> can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm also very visual and, and that's why I, I love like writing things down. Mm-hmm and crossing them off because it does give you a, a sense of accomplishment because you know what your whole morning can go by and you feel like I have so much to do Where I have done nothing exactly. but if you are writing down goals and and getting them done and and I know you've heard me say this over and over but even with being in business to to set aside time for money making tasks right mm-hmm. so whether it's two hours each morning which doesn't sound like a lot but it's a lot like to take two hours and say okay i'm only going to focus on tasks that are going to generate income and revenue and 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 do that that is huge and when we uh, in mompreneurs we meet and i say every month you know just write down three sales goals and you think three in a month now that's that's nothing mm-hmm. but let's see you do them like let's see those three things get done mm-hmm. and what are the action steps and breaking them down into these small chunks and like I, I i agree with you i love seeing an empty folder because it's it's it means it was finished and that took time to do and and that's a huge i'm gonna high five you again <laughs> because that is huge i i thank you for sharing that and because I am the easy daisy lady and I'm all about establishing good habits and helping children and, and individuals establish good habits um, in their life, what would you say, Stephanie, are your top two or three daily habits that help you in business? For, my, for business, what I do is I will make my lists or send emails in the evening. After my little one's gone to bed, uh, those are the times where emails can be sent out. Because during the day, why would you be just making emails when that's when people are in their offices? That's when you can book meetings. That's the time to connect with a real person. And making those phone calls, it's scary. That's what I've had to overcome is that uh, over the phone, like, but why Why am I scared? They can't see me, you know? <laughs> and. It's a, I mean, being here today, I was a little bit, I said to you, I was a little bit nervous, but, um, and, uh, 
at the same time, I'm thinking like, I was like, why am I emailing people in the day when I should be emailing at night and they'll get them when they go into work in the morning. And uh, that's for me um, has been really helpful to, and to set that time aside, to set the hour or two. Uh, I often will do uh, power hours every day. It's something that we, uh, we do a lot. We talk a lot through Discovery Toys. But also, I mean, and if it's only half an hour, if it's only 15 minutes, I don't beat myself up. Maybe I need to break up that hour. It's 15 minutes here and 15 minutes there. And, and I put the timer for myself. A lot of people put timers for their children. I need a timer for oh, myself to a, give myself, yes. yeah. Lots of, lots of great apps for that, too. Yeah, for sure. No, that's a yeah. great habit. I like that, the power hour. Yeah. That's really good. I'm going to make you stand up and talk about oh. that at the next um, Opener meeting. <laughs> Um, I, I just wanted to know then if here's, you know what, I'm actually going to throw some fire rapid questions at you. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> so first answer that comes to your head, there is no wrong answer unless your husband knows the right answer, <laughs> but I don't know. So there is no wrong answer. Number one, a book you recommend. Anything that has to do with Pete the Cat. I love that Pete the Cat. <laughs> It's one of my favorite things to read to Sabrina, and I just love it. I think my daughter reads the French version of... Uh, yeah, there are yes. French versions as well, okay. yes. Number two, what is your favorite way to unwind or de-stress? I just want to sit and you know, watch a movie with my daughter and my husband and just have you know, pajama, a pajama day, a pajama Saturday, and, and that is how I, oh, I just love like that. to relax. I love that. Um, and another question is your favorite time of day and why? My favorite time of the day is uh, is dinner time. We all come together. Uh, my daughter's old enough now that she's sitting, you know, for the most part at the table, and we'll try. It. She's helped me with dinner a lot, and then we often will wait for my husband to get home, and and we talk about our day. She's the first one that will say, "How was your day, Daddy?" Oh, and I we go that. from there. That's awesome. I love that. And there's so many studies that show why family time at dinner time is so important in in building successful individuals yeah. and that's a whole other podcast your favorite social media platform stephanie right now i've been really enjoying um instagram it's not as scary as i thought it was going to be and i've been able to uh to share um discovery toys not only through my own page but also in a pod that I'm in, that I got some advice on how to actually use it. I barely know how to use it, so I'm oh, making good. a lot of connections that way. You have the perfect product for Instagram, by the way. That's also an podcast right there. Um, an actor to play the life of you, Stephanie Agostini. <laughs> One of my favorite actresses, I would say Catherine Zeta-Jones. Me too! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she could play both of them. There you go. <laughs> She had a dual role. She is stunning. Isn't she stunning? Okay. Uh, and a word of advice that you would tell the 18-year-old version of yourself. Uh, it's all going to be fine. It's just relax. Um, things will just... Things fall into place, I would say. And I remember my 18-year-old self as being very high-strung, very... Mm. Uh, you need to please, mm. you know, and... Now, um, there's something that happens to you when you turn 40, and at that point, I was like, you know, I am just, I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> Amen. And this is me, and, uh, and I like myself, and uh, that you really like yourself would be my advice. Oh, I love that. I'm going to end on that one. Thank you. 
And Stephanie, thank you so much for being on this podcast. And and you are incredible and so inspiring. And I, I loved all the new things I learned about you today. Thank you very much. So, listeners, thank you for... Oops, there's our dog, (laughs) Cookie. (laughs) Yes, she was holding back until the end of the show. But I love to hear from you. So please do find me on Twitter at Chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table. And I love hearing feedback from you. And I'd be so grateful and honored if you could go on iTunes and give the show a rating because that really helps our show to show up on, on in the rankings. So thank you again for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you.